Any questions from anyone? Yes. Вопрос о о том, в Кришналиле участвуют демонические натуры, они являются воплощением человеческих пороков. А какова аналогия этого в Чайтане Лили? Yeah, there are demons who take part in Krishna Lila and they represent uh, human uh, bad sides, human inner demons. And uh, what are they in Gora Lila? Mm-hmm. It's a very good question. And <clears throat> we have to we hear the word Lila. Krishna Lila, Gaur Lila. Lila is generally rendered as pastimes. Sometimes Srila Guru Maharaj will say uh, meaningless pastimes. Uh, But he means that in a a qualified way, just as we told that the picture of Dorian Gray introduction, Oscar Wilde says, all art is quite useless. And what he means to say, it's a witty expression, he means to say, it is not to fulfill an ulterior motive or purpose. So to understand their place in the pastimes of Krishna or Mahaprabhu will have to understand something about the nature of Krishna himself. Janmadhyasya yatonvayad itaratas cha arteshu abhignya svarat. And it says he is svarat, independent, means, Gromars puts in Hegelian terms, He exists for himself and by himself. What is his nature? Anandamayo Biasat. His nature is he is full of joy, Anandam. In this world, we're in a position of um, sorrow or unhappiness. And we're trying to move in the direction of happiness. That is not Krishna's nature. Anandamayobayasat. He is already anandam, happiness, pleasure, ecstasy personified. That is, so then what does that person need? What, what are they in need of? And the commentaries of the acharyas, Brahma, Vimohan Leela, and elsewhere, they point out, Brahma is saying, but also those in his line, that uh, if Krishna is Atmaram, he's self-satisfied and pleased with himself in that sense, why is it he uh, hankers for the love and affection of his devotees? He's known as Bhaktavatsala. He's already supposed to be you know, Om Purnam Adak Purnamidam, Purnat Purnam He's perfect and complete. But therein may lie the answer to this question. Uh, as Guru Maharaj gave a mathematical representation of this idea. Zero plus zero equals zero. Zero times zero equals zero. Zero divided by zero is zero. A million zeros is zero, etc. So, that means the movement of Krishna is described as lila, a pastime. It is not uh, a, uh, an objective movement to move from one position to another, a position of uh, unhappiness to achieve happiness. Sometimes we also describe it as uh, a play and a drama. So if we were to say, in a drama, a play, 
what is the position occupied by the antagonist? I have protagonist, antagonist. Those who are uh, in opposition to the hero. We would say by analysis, well, that is to bring out the hero <coughs> heroic qualities. We need them to be in some dramatic situation so we can see what kind of a hero they are, what they're capable of. So it's similar to that. Uh, and uh, we sing every day the song, Brajajana Palana Asurakula Nashana, which is Bhaktivinoda Thakur's beautiful way of, of rendering what's given in the Gita as Paritranaya Sarunam Binashaya Chaduskritam. Uh, why Krishna descends, one of the apparent reasons. Srila Gurudev put it quite simply once by saying, if the devotees are not in trouble, then it doesn't require Krishna to save them. Right? So there has to be some yeah. drama. Leela. Right? Very often Krishna described as nata, natabara, or natya means dancer, but also actor. Right? In the Brahma Vimohan Leela, when Krishna, it's after uh, the killing of Aghasura, and then Krishna um, indicates to the cowherd boys that, oh, there's this beautiful area on the Jamuna, let's have lunch there. Right? So this is a day in the life of the pastimes of Krishna. They just finished this major pastime, killing of Asura, where all the cowherd boys entered within the mouth of this uh, uh, wizard, you can say, like, um, uh, black magician wizard took the form of a giant serpent thinking that uh, his, one of his names given in the Bhagavatam is Bhakti Bhak Anuja means he's the younger brother of Putana and Bhakasura. So he wants to, the play, the pastime, the drama, he wants to avenge the death of his brother and sister. So he uh, appears on the road, we're told it's around eight miles long, his mouth is there blending in with the road, his lips reach the sky and the cowherd boys are walking and they're thinking that it's like Disneyland, right? That there's so many amusements, right? So they think, oh, this must be some kind of uh, ride or... Uh, uh, what do you call them? Well, amusement, like an amusement park. So this is one of the, um, you know, um, what is it called? The, um, not just a ride, but anyway, I think you get the idea. So some are thinking like that. Uh, then others are thinking, oh, maybe it's actually a giant snake. Uh, they can, there's this, wind coming out of its mouth, very bad smell and everything. And they're thinking, they're somewhat conscious of that, that waiting to devour us, but why he's not devouring them. He wants them to all go inside as they do. He's waiting for Krishna. And his thinking is, it's also philosophical thinking, that as Krishna is dependent on his devotees, the devotees are dependent upon Krishna. So here we got the best of both worlds. If we, all these devotees of Krishna, they lose their life, and on top of it all Krishna, then Vrindavan, the whole thing's finished. Right? But we're told before Krishna enters, he's keeping his mouth open. The cowherd boys go in, the calves, everyone's inside, but he's still, he's waiting to see if Krishna will enter, it's mentioned that Krishna, he's, all, as, as an actor may, lose themselves in a role, he's also marveling at how uh, astonishing is his Leela Shakti, 
and his different potencies, how they arrange all these things. So we hear from Srila Guru Maharaj and, and his commentaries on such things that Baladev and Yoga Maya are casting and scripting Krishna Lila and assigning roles to play, parts to play. The pastimes will unfold in a particular way. And Rupa Goswami is writing, it's inconceivable, but he's writing reality, real-time reality. So Baladeva and Yogamaya, they're constructing all these things for Krishna's amusement. He's already totally self-satisfied, but this is divine movement to anandam vardhanam to increase the ecstasy. Every movement of Krishna is in that way, adbhutakram, he of wonderful stride. It's just an expansion of his ecstatic position. So to, to uh, increase that, there needs to be opposition. Right? So, and we find that as there is opposition in the form of demons, in um, Krishna Lila, whether it's here Aghasura, Putana, Bakasura, etc., Kaliya. In Gaur Lila, uh, the demons appear as those who are uh, in opposition to Mahaprabhu. And Bhaktivinoda Thakur says that uh, Lila Pushti Karan, they are the cause of nourishing the pastimes. So as we find in the case at hand, Mahaprabhu, Nimai Pandit in Navadip, he actually begins his Nam Sankirtan. But there are uh, some people who are opposed to that. The Chan Kaji for one and some others. We're told there was one man who he would hear the Prem Sankirtan of Mahaprabhu, Nityananda, Srivas Thakur, Chandrasekhar, Dwaita, etc., and Srivasangam, which was being conducted behind closed doors. And he wanted to enter there. But you had to have particular qualification to be there. That's why it was going on behind closed doors. The told ones that the, who is it, the mother-in-law of Srivas Thakur hid herself under a big basket and they're all dancing, and Mahaprabhu is saying, oh, the ecstasy is not coming tonight. I don't know why. Maybe there's an unqualified person here, and they're looking, and then they see this big basket, and lift up the basket, and there's Srimas Thakur's mother-in-law. They drag her out. <laughs> why? So we can learn something. So this man, uh, some people, they would hear the sounds inside, Mahaprabhu, and they're becoming very ecstatic. And being envious, they'd say, oh, they're a, a bunch of drunkards. They're just drunk and singing like a bunch of crazy drunk people, talking like that. But there was this one man who was very disturbed. He said, you know, I only drink milk. And he thought that that gave him some special qualification. Right? He thought, I should be allowed. <laughs> and uh, Guru Omar said, milk drinking is no qualification to enter there. And uh, he cursed Mahaprabhu that then you'll have to, he was a Brahmin, you'll have to, you won't enjoy family life. You'll have to give that up. We hear in the sloka from the 11th canto of Srimad Bhagavatam, Chaktva Sudushtaja Surevshita Raja Lakshmin Dharmista Arja Bachasad Yaragara Ranyam. Arja Bachasa means the words of a Brahmin. Aranyam, 
you'll have to go to the forest. Here, Aranya means synonymous with sannyas. When this verse is applied to the pastimes of Ramachandra, it means I have to give up the kingdom and go to the forest. Apply to Mahaprabhu, Taktva Sudushtaja Surevchita Raja Lakshmin. He'll have to uh, leave behind the imperial throne of the heart of Vishnu Priya and take sannyas. So this is for everyone's benefit. Before that, when he's Nimai Pandit as a Grihasta, various people in Navadvip are offending him. Right? So much so that he's saying, just the opposite of what I intended to happen is happening. The doctor has come with the medicine for the patient, but the patient in his madness is abusing the doctor. Why did Guru Maharaj establish Chaitanya Saraswat Mat where it is? That area of Navadip is known as the Aparad Bunjanair Pot. That place where all the Aparadis are forgiven their offenses. What does that mean? That after so many had offended Nimai Pandit, that uh, when after he took sannyas, then one of the reasons he took sannyas is because of the nature, the tradition of Indian culture, saying, if I become a sannyasi, then just like here in Thailand, they respect monks. It's just built into the culture. They're disrespecting me, abusing me. If I take sannyas by dent of the cultural tradition, they'll have to show respect to me. Then they'll get the benefit for what I came to give them. So the so-called curse of the Brahmin who cannot enter into the Sankirtan at Srivasangam, it's, uh, I say, playing a part and creating the drama that's necessary for Nimai Pandit to take sannyas and deliver everyone. So Bhaktivinoda Thakur says in his songs, they have a valuable part to play. So the demons in Krishna Leela, so-called, those asuras, they have a part to play. The opposition in the pastimes of Mahaprabhu has a part to play. So it's, it's necessary in this sense. Right. Just as we know in drama, a play, a movie, if everything's just fine, it's not interesting. It's boring. And we don't get to see the qualities of the hero or the heroine. So what is, a, what is the typical um, format? is to show how everything's okay, everything's going on, and then something unthinkable happens, unthinkably horrible. That happens, then that creates the dramatic tension, and then we get to see the qualities of the hero and the heroine. That's in the general sense, and also in uh, the divine pastimes of Radha and Krishna and, and uh, their love affairs. Sometimes there is, uh, similar in this world, there is argument for no reason. Right? There may not be any actual offense, just some perceived offense. And that will create a certain level of dramatic tension and put the heart into a spin, and then it will generate some superior substance. That's the idea. And in the Kaliya Leela, when the word spreads that Krishna is in the coils of Kaliya, and it looks like he's going to die, Nanda and Yashoda faint on the bank of the Ganga. The cows are crying, the cow, cow uh, Gopa and Gopis, they're all crying, wailing, fainting. And Baladev 
comes, it's mentioned Briyad Bhagavatamritam, Tika of Sanatana Goswami, he's pleading with Krishna saying, he says, these are not Ayodhya monkeys, like in the Ramayana, these are not people of Baikonur, these are your dearest devotees, how can you do this to them? He's pleading with him to stop, right? Because uh, we, we can say from an observational point of view, oh, it's a fiction, it's not real. But we know even in, uh, when we watch a movie or a play, there's something called, um, the poet Coleridge ter- coined a term, phrase, the temporary suspension of disbelief. He was speaking about poetry, but the arts in general. The temporary suspension of disbelief. And like Jamuna makes paintings, made a painting of a lotus flower. We see it as a lotus flower. We don't think, it's not a lotus flower, it's canvas. It's a type of cloth, and then it has some uh, paint. It's not a lotus flower. So Rene Magritte, the famous surrealistic artist, he has a picture, of, 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 a famous picture of a pipe, and then it says in French, I, I don't know the French, but something like, Je ne sais ne pipe. It says, the title is, This is not a pipe. So Magritte's a very philosophical painter, but he's not. So it's a giant picture of a pipe, and the title is, This is not a pipe. <laughs> what does he mean? Well, minimally means, it's a picture of a pipe, it's not actually a pipe. No smoke will come out, there's not, he's saying it. It's a, he's, he's making a point. But, so the temp, Coleridge spoke of the temporary suspension of disbelief. Without this, what we will say <coughs> under the heading of <coughs> jnana shunya bhakti, there's no sweetness. There's a constraint upon the leela or the pastimes. Right? Guru Maharaj told once, he said, Krishna likes to surround himself with ignorant people. Right? So, because of what? We're like in Oscar Wilde country again. What? Right. One would say, Krishna Leela Amrita Sar Tar Shata Shata Dar Krishna Leela, you know, Kotish with P. Mahamune, Muktanam, P. Siddhanam, Narayana Parayana. Among 10 million Muktas, one may be a Narayana Parayana, someone who's completely. Vishnu uh, Bhakta, then how rare is it to be a genuine Krishna Bhakta? So we're told Vrindavan <coughs> is uh, reserved for the highest section of liberated souls. And now, how do you uh, square that with Guru Mahar saying, Krishna likes to surround himself with ignorant people? What does it mean? Jnana Shunya Bhakta, Jnana Shunya Bhakti. If <clears throat> too much awareness of his Aiswarja or majestic aspect, divinity, the result will be that the heart is constricted by that awareness and will not give its full flow and full expression. So Krishna, <clears throat> he likes to be with those who have, on account of their love and affection, the Aiswarja aspect has been suppressed. We were in uh, Italy some time back and not too far from Milano where our center is, there's a town, Como, which is very beautiful, and there's the lakes. So we're told that the famous Hollywood actor, George Clooney, he wanted to live there, get a place there and live there. And he did. But in the beginning, 
he met with the local people, the mayor and all the people of the town. He said, I would like to live here, but if I live here, I want you to just treat me like one of you. I don't want any special treatment or anything like that. I just want to uh, say, uh, be absorbed and in, in, in just the regular folks of this town. And they said, yeah, no problem. So really, people in that position, they're hankering for being able to interact with people who can deal with them in an ordinary uh, way, right? who won't always be thinking. And by ordinary, I mean just on the basis of their personality, not their position, their possessions, title, anything like that. So if people in this world, John those have high birth, wealth, education, uh, beauty, they're seeking loving exchange with someone who can look beyond those type of qualifications and just deal with them on the basis of personal attraction, then it has its parallel in the Supreme Reality. Krishna, he's not interested in everyone bowing down to him, reciting a thousand prayers about how great he is and inconceivable. So Anandadev is doing that since the beginning of time and has yet to reach the end of his glories. And I told, just for the sake of comparison, that um, we can imagine how, uh, and, and on the basis of what we find in the scriptures, how pleasing it is to Garuda, to be the Lord's carrier, Vishnu and, and Krishna Leela, Krishna's writing on Garuda, like when he t- goes with Satyabhama to uh, Rukmini Svargaloka. So, uh, how pleased Garuda is to be the carrier of the Lord. He has the Lord on his shoulders. But what we find in Chaitanya Charitamrita, which also demonstrates its superior. Um, esoteric, candid, uh, inside information is Krishna saying how pleased he is when the devotee is riding on his shoulders. That you only find in Krishna Leela. And the Leela that's below that, the Lord's riding on the shoulders of the devotee, that devotee is very happy. But in Krishna Leela, the devotee is riding on the shoulders of the Lord. And now Krishna is very happy. And how did he achieve that position? Back to the drama. They're wrestling, they're playing, they're fighting. And what is, where is devotion? Where the infinite is defeated by the finite. The infinite comes under the control of the finite. So Krishna is defeated by his friends. He's defeated by his mother, the elderly gopis in Vrindavan. He's defeated by the Braja gopis. So, napareyaham niravadisam yujam. So, this, all of this is meant merely to enhance um, the love and ecstasy, to take it to deeper and deeper levels of feeling and expression. So that means it's good, then uh, it has its place, it's necessary. It's also uh, cast and script by Yogamaya. Right? And Jai and Bijai take three sets of births, what are they? Uh, Hiranyakashipu and Hiranyaksha, Kumbhakarna and Ravana, 
and Dantabhakra and Shishupal, right? In Gorlila, they appear as Jagai and Madhai. So they get to play a role of being, in the beginning, opposition. But then they're converted. And what is the beauty of that? To give hope for us and also to demonstrate the glories of Nityananda Prabhu. I said to Guru Maharaj once, um, Kaviraj Goswami, he says, Jagai Madhai Hoite Muise Papista, Puri Sherakita Hoite Muise Lagista. I'm more sinful than Jagai and Madhai. And anyone who, if you, uh, if you hear my name, you'll be polluted. If you vibrate my name, you'll lose all good qualities. He's venting extreme negativity. So I said to Srila Guru Maharaj, well, it's one thing if a great soul like Krishna's Kaviraj Goswami says these things. I said, but what if you actually are more sinful than Jagai and Madhai? Right? It's not a poetic expression. You, you know, you are. Uh, and Guru Maharaj said a couple of things in this regard. One is, he said, it is not uh, opposing. It's not uh, like a clever saying. It is a heartfelt expression that's coming from him. The same person, incidentally, who says, although that is my position, that is my heartfelt feeling regarding my own position, still, what I'm telling you about the pastimes of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, there's nothing higher, nothing superior to this. The contrast there, the depth of negativity, that's why I've told the superconductors of negativity, Humility, it's a, humility qualifies one for the, to be an instrumental to the highest type of expression, as much as when superconductors means a ceramic is taken towards absolute zero, which is something like 350, minus 350 degrees, something like that. Let's say 300, minus 300 degrees. Any scientists here? Umarov, you know, <laughs> it's close, minus 300. I know there's some Russian devotee going, oh, I know what that is. We have that all the time in Siberia. <laughs> when we were in Tomsk once, someone said, uh, telling it, it was minus 40, it was so cold. And another devotee said, don't listen to him. It wasn't more than minus 30. <laughs> He's exaggerating. <laughs> but here, minus 300. Right? When it goes, that means very cold, when a ceramic, certain ceramics go toward, it's approaching what they call absolute zero. What happens? They achieve a state of superconductivity. What, what does that mean? Virtually zero resistance to current. Ahankar nivritanam. What is our problem? Ego. We're resisting divine current, right? That's generating heat. It's generating something undesirable, The great devotees, like Srila Prabhupada, you know, why do you call him Shaktivesi? He said, he wholly emptied himself of any other desire than the desire to please his guru, Srila Bhakti Siddhanta Saraswati Thakur, in pursuance of the divine vision of Srila Bhakti Vinod Thakur and Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, wholly emptied himself of any other consideration than that. So what happened? Divine power came down. The infinite comes under the control of the finite, irresistibly drawn to that heart. Zero resistance to current, Shaktivesh expression, superconductivity. Krishna's Kaviraj Goswami is expressing such a degree of negativity 
that he's qualified to be the instrument of expression of the greatest literature to ever see in the light of day in all time, all space, and all creations. Sri Chaitanya Charitamritam. So Guru Maharaj said, it is not posing, posturing, but really it is result on account of the depth of his penetration into the higher world, the upper world, the higher reality, that uh, in comparison to that, he can vent such negativity. This is real humility. Humility is the outcome of the awareness of proximity to greatness. That is not posturing, acting. It is the natural outcome of genuine awareness and appreciation, proximity to greatness. As we're told by Guru as the example, you stand on the shore of the ocean and feel yourself automatically insignificant. Look at the stars in the sky and, and a clear sky or through the Hubble telescope. And think, oh, we're so insignificant. Automatically, those feelings descend upon one. It's not a posturing, posing act. So he said, that's one thing to be understood from us. And the other is, when I said that naively, innocently, what if you actually are more something? He said, oh, he said, such plenary feelings are descending in you. To underscore again, it's a real feeling. Right? <clears throat> so, uh, these devotees, everyone in Navadvip, even those playing the role of the opposition, this allows them later, like Guru Maharaj would sing this song, Nadia Dar Kore Gora Jaire. Nadia Goranga Gora Jaire. They're, once they realize Nimai Pandit is up, now it's, uh, they're overwhelmed by feelings of guilt, misgiving, guilt, and feelings of deep separation. So that when he does return, we mentioned last time about him being at the house of Vidya Vachaspati in Vidyanagar, the brother-in-law Sarvabhama Bhattacharya, how everyone came to see him. Then Mahaprabhu can understand he can't stay there at the house. There's hundreds of thousands of people. So they have to sneak Mahaprabhu out of the house, where does he go? To Kulia. That means Navadip. And we understand from Srila Saraswati Thakur and his uh, um, Amrita Pravahabhasya, his commentary on Charitamritam, that part of Kulia, of real Navadip, because sometimes, because the Ganga it changes its course, it rises, it falls, and time wears really Mayapur, the yoga pit, that you get differing parties. But interestingly, <coughs> there in the purport, Srila Saraswati Tower says, real Navadip Kulia, he mentions the places that are included, and one of them, he says, is Koler Ganj, Koler Danga. When we first used to go to Srila Guru Maharaj's Mott, now if you show up at the Navadip train station and go to a rickshaw, you want to get to the Mott, you say, Chal Mandir, right? And then otherwise, who knows where they will take you. But you will be taken. That we can understand. But anyway, Chal Mandir, they say, because the Giriraj Govardhan Mandir in the center of Govinda Kunda. But in the beginning, when, when we were uh, first going to the Mat, say 1980, 81, uh, when you would arrive at the train station, you would say, Koler Danga Mat. That's how they knew where to take you. Koler Danga, or otherwise known as Koler Ganj. Right? So Saraswati Tagore says, that is the Navadip, original, original Navadip. And it's there in that Koler Ganj, Koler Danga, 
where Mahaprabhu, after leaving the house of Vidya Vachaspati and Vidyanagar, he returns to Navadvip, and all of those who offended him before, driving him out of Navadvip, they appeared before him, and it became known as the Aparad Banjanir Pot, the place where all the offenders were forgiven their offenses. So that's very essential for us. That's the place Guru Maharaj chose, selected to establish the Mat. And uh, there was a time also when people were saying, it came to Guru Maharaj's ear, they said that the only people who are taking shelter of him are offenders, aparadis. <laughs> it was being presented as a, a, a a plus, a positive. So people were saying, we don't have to worry about losing these people. They're all offenders anyway. So the only people going to take shelter of Chaitanya Saraswat Mountain Shilashimars are offenders. So it's okay. <laughs> so that was, I mean, it was meant to be also some kind of an insult. But to show you Srila Gurumar's way of seeing things, he said, when he heard that, he smiled and he said, yes. You may tell them, it is true. All of the offenders are coming here to the Aparad Banjanarapat. And soon, Mahaprabhu, all of their offenses will be forgiven and Krishna will give them everything. <laughs> so, um, it's, hey Krishna. Yet kinchit trigumaki katamukam goste samastamitat sarvananda mayanukulam param mukunda doita lilanukula param. Raganatas Goswami takes it to the extreme degree and saying, even the insects in the dump, they have a part to play. Everyone everything. So when Guru Maharaj and Satish Prabhu, who later became Nayanananda Babaji, were clearing the land of the Mat, they were very respectful of the trees, of everything there. So who can play that role? If the king wants to spar, not any ordinary person is selected. So we hear in the Puranic literature, that the only way eternal associates of the Lord descend in this world is out of a necessity of Leela. So sometimes in their divine pastimes in the upper world, there's some dispute, they're cursing one another, and that means they'll have to uh, take birth here. It's not that they're under the influence of Mahamaya or any such, or fallen, that they've fallen into the material world. But rather, out of a necessity of Leela, they appear here. And then, like, uh, play the role of some Asura in the pastimes of Krishna. Ultimately, for the delight of Krishna and his devotees. <clears throat> abhignya swarat not only is he swarat reality for himself and by himself but abhignya only he knows uh, why the cause behind all of these things any other question Рагунадас Гасвами в Пранамантре Санатани Гасвами пишет, что ты дал мне этот нектар вместе вместе с Вайрагией. И почему он говорит про Вайрагию? Он уже был отрешен и до этого. Почему он говорит, что это за Вайрагия? 
Да, он говорит, ты дал мне нектар бхакти, а вместе, смешанный вместе с варагией. В чем причина? Рагнат даст Госвами в его пранам-мантре для Сварупа Дамадара. Санатан Госвами. Санатан Госвами. Он говорит, что ты дал мне нектар бхакти и вайрагия. So why is Raghunath Das Goswami saying that he, he been given Vairagya if he was already so much renounced? Yes. And also, Maharaj, why he why he say uh, he is I don't want to take this, but he is like I was unwilling. Like yeah. Well, first of all, that sloka is in the Vilapakusa Manjali, Raghunath Das Goswami. Vairagya yug bhakti rasa prayatne apayayam mam anabhipsamandam kripam buddhi yat paraduka duki sanatanastam prabhu asrayami. So it's very mysterious, as you say. We know that Raganathas Goswami, Srila Gurudev liked to sing this part. Chaitanya Charitamrita, when he was in Govardhan, the section where it says, Stri Apsara Sama Indra Aiswarja, that in his poor Vashram, his family life, he was from a very wealthy family. Stri Apsara had a wife like an Apsara, means heavenly goddess. Indra Aiswarja, wealth like Indra, the king of heaven. It's very uh, beautiful and perfect that that's a this person who later becomes like renunciation personified, that he comes from such a position. So uh, when the, 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 what I just, the slokas I just mentioned, given by Raghunath Das Goswami's father, because when he's trying to escape house and household situation, at one point his mother suggests, like we have these pillars here, that you can put some chains on the pillar and then like one on his ankle and he can walk around and do things, but in that way we won't have to worry about him because <laughs> he keeps trying to run away and they keep bringing him back. He's not, uh, and then the father says, what greater chains can there be than the Sri Apsara and the Indra Aiswarja? The wife who's like a goddess and well, Indra-like wealth. If that doesn't bind him, what good are chains? Right? But from the beginning, what we should understand is He's not trying to escape household life. Right? It could seem like that by the story that's being presented. But even the father says, what, what good will these things do for one who's become a madman for Chaitanya Chandra, for the lotus feet of Chaitanya Dev? So it will always be in an inverted way that we'll see Uh, view these things. It's on, again, the Paramdrishva Nivartate. Right? Uh, the Goswamis, what does it say? Nidrahara Vihara Kajibhidhiho Chaitanya Dinachyo. How they're only sleeping an hour and a half every evening, like right up, taking a little uh, buttermilk in a leaf cup. It's not that they're doing these things to achieve something but rather on the basis of what they've achieved, their external necessities are minimal. So here we can take it when it says, Vairagya yug bhakti rasa prayatnai. He's talking about the yukta vairagya of Rupa Goswami. He's saying, I'm drinking this nectarine substance. The outcome, the peripheral outcome is detachment from the world. That's, he, and he's saying that he was reluctant to do that. How he was reluctant, we can, 
we can't uh, take that as a anything other than a statement of Vaishnava humility, because in every way imaginable, he is trying to take every opportunity to join the lotus feet of Mahaprabhu. But again, the drama we spoke of before in his story, it's only after he gets the mercy of Nityananda Prabhu that he's released. Nitai Karuna Habe, Braje Radha Krishna Pabe. He can't enter there until he gets the mercy of Nityananda Prabhu. Same thing for Kaviraj Goswami. Uh, so it's thematically consistent and, and in line with Gaudiya understanding that there has to be the grace of Nityananda Prabhu to enter this plane. Yata yata gora padara vinde vinde to bhaktim krita punyarasi. So Das Goswami... Um, joins Mahaprabhu's group and he's put under the care of Srup Damodar and he considers himself a Rupanuga. Rupa Goswami reveres Sanatan as Guru. So, uh, although we say he's the Prayojan Tattva Acharya, still he's seeing himself as uh, subordinate to Sanatana Goswami Prabhu, Rupa Goswami, Srupdhamadar, and others. So, but he's saying that this vairagya, it's a, it's a, a, a nectarine type of substance, bhakti rasa prayatne, vairagya yuk bhakti rasa prayatne. Uh, just as Saki Charan Babu, when he speaks of, um, the initial meetings with Srila Bhakti Siddhanta Saraswati Thakur preaching at the Yogpit in Mayapur where he's pounding on the table, his face is flushing pink, red. He said, we couldn't understand everything he's saying uh, but with great intensity and conviction. He said, well, what we could understand as he's trying to forcibly make us drink some sort of peculiar nectarine substance. That much, you know. He wants us to taste us. Again, Bishaya binibartante nira harasidehina raso varjam raso pyasya param rishva nibartate. And Guru Maharaj goes so far as the Parsha's verse in saying that the superior taste is Gaur Leela over Krishna Leela. So, uh, I believe in this sloka that Das Goswami is sending a, a merciful message to all of those in the future who contemplate taking sannyas in the line of Srila Bhakti Siddhanta Saraswati Thakur. They're reluctant to do that. They're thinking of their own disqualifications. That's the basis of their reluctance. But he's saying, but Sanatana Goswami, he's very merciful, and so is Srila Bhakti Siddhanta Saraswati Thakur. He's trying to force me to drink this nectarine substance. Having drunk that, now I'm very happy. The evidence is there that he is intoxicated that, and reflecting like, oh, I was reluctant to do this. Now I'm in a very happy position. Sanatana Goswami, Kripam Bhuti Yat Paraduka Duki. He's so merciful. What is his only happiness? Is to, to feel sorrow for those who are devoid of a connection with us. So being very merciful to me, he brought me in connection with that. And by extension, it, it implies us, others, who in the presence of some appreciation for Krishna consciousness are somehow or other uh, reluctant to fully offer ourselves. Right? Even Srila Prabhupada, Swami Raj, in his pastimes, he says that he was having a recurring dream 
And in that dream, Srila Bhakti Siddhanta Saraswati Thakur, he was still a householder at the time. Saraswati Thakur was appearing in, to him in the dream and saying, come out, come out. And he like, come out of the Grihasta Ashram and enter the Sannyas Ashram. And it's funny, Prabhupada, when you listen to this tape, he said, I was, at the time, I was thinking, horrible. <laughs> he's not saying horrible, he's saying horrible. Like, oh, hor- this is horrible. Like, <laughs> it's hard to understand because in the Western pearl world, people, when they think of family life, they're going, horrible, oh, you know, the horror. <laughs> but in India, <laughs> You can strike that. We can in, in post and in editing. We can cut that part out. <laughs> Hare Krishna. But in India, they might think like that. And, and and I mean, it can. It's not geographically limited. But the point is, he's presenting himself as someone who is reluctant. That's the only point I'm trying to make. So. It's a mysteriously wonderful sloka. Vairagya yug bhakti rasa prayatne apayam mam anubhip samandam kripam buriyat paradukaduki sanatana stvam prabhum asrayami. <clears throat> Sanatana Goswami is also their leader. We tell Rupanuga, he even describes himself as a Rupanuga, but Sanatana Goswami is. Um, revered in a special way by all of the Goswamis, including Rupa, Raghunath, and everyone. As Guru Maharaj, he said, and only on the basis of that can we repeat this, but, you know, the greatness of Madhavendra Puri, why is he glorified? Krishna Gopinath becomes known as Kirtor Gopinath, who stole the cure for his devotee Madhavendrapuri. Madhavendrapuri, fleeing that Pratishta, his name and fame, Pratishta is the worst thing for a devotee. Imitationism, Sahajiism, but particularly Pratishta. That's why the non qualified are seeking the name and fame of being known as having devotion. Whereas those who actually have devotion, like in the case of Madhavendra Puri, it's spreading like wildfire that Gopinath stole the cure for who is this devotee, who's so great that Gopinath has become a thief for his um, devotee, under the control of his devotion. In the dead of night, Madhavendra Puri is leaving town to escape that. Whereas Guru Maharaj told, in the case of Sanatana Goswami Prabhu, even a higher sort of response is being shown when Rupa Goswami wants to celebrate perhaps the birthday of Sanatana Goswami. And they, as we know, we're told they have nothing. They're living the life Vairagya. But somehow one of the girls from Yavat comes, gives Rupa Goswami some very nice milk, cure preparation, and he's able to surprise Sanatana Goswami by giving this to him on his birthday. But Sanatana Goswami is a connoisseur of rasa, and he's tasting this, and it has an unparalleled, extraordinary taste. And he's inquiring from Rupa, knowing Rupa's living like I am. We have, don't, where, where did you get this? And Rupa goes to him, he said, oh, one of the cowgirls from the nearby village gave this. And Sanatan goes to him, he says, find her. Rupa goes to him, he goes searching. No one can identify this girl. He reports back to Sanatana Goswami, who then becomes distraught to the extreme. And, and he says, 
whom our whole life is a service aspiration. Ashavare Amrita Sindhu Mayikatanchit Kalomayati like Das Goswami saying, our whole life, the meaning of our life, the substance of our life, the person, uh, purpose, raison d'etre, right? reason for being, is an aspiration for the service of her holy lotus feet. And what horrible thing has happened? We have accepted service from her. That is a dreadful concept to Sanatana Goswami Prabhu, to get service from Srimati Radharani. So we're told he uh, uh, flees uh, and, and, and utter despair and enters a, a fever-like condition that where he lies down to rest, someone nearby, their body's blistered by the intensity of the heat radiating from the body of Sanatana Goswami. This is so intolerable to him. So Guru Maharaj tells us, devotion proper, ahoy tukiya pratyata, they, the, such devotees, they do not allow a pinprick through which any remuneration can pass to them for Krishna. They're not thinking like, oh, I'll do something, and then we'll see how much reward I'll get from Krishna. Like the people in Shivaratri and Vrindavan, one man went, got some Jamuna water and a glass jar and brought it back, gave it to the Pujari to offer. And as went from his hand, as they went, they dropped it and the jar broke. And then the rumor, the legend is that man became a millionaire. So now in India, on Shiv and Vrindavan, every Shiv Ratri, all these people, they go get jars, they hand it to the Pujari, and the Pujari breaks the jar in front of the deity. So you see a mountain of broken glass. This is India. (laughs) Not like that. The opposite. If, if you're winking and the purpose really is to be served by Krishna, what is that? Karma kanda. It's not devotion proper. Karma misra bhakti. Anukuliena, you know, anyabilashita shunyam, jnana karma dhyanabritam, anukuliena krishnanushilanam bhakti rutama. Rupa is saying, there can be no ulterior motive for real devotion. So the only way it could be real is by not allowing the possibility of remuneration. Guru Maharaj's words, to not allow a pinprick through which something can come back to them. But then he added, then Krishna is perplexed. He wants to serve such devotees. They won't allow it. Then what? Some hope for us. He said, then if you come along, he said, if we'll take up the service of that devotee, then Krishna will be very pleased with you. That's the secret. <laughs> but Gurumar is told that in comparison what is shown in these comparative pastimes, he told, I can only repeat this because he said it. He said, what is shown by Sanatana Goswami Ru is higher. By analysis. By analysis. Tatastivichar. So we have to be very careful. We want to revere all these personalities. But he's making some fine point about devotion. So that is that nectarine substance. 
that Sanatan Goswami Prabhu wants to share with everyone. Vilasatu Ridinatyam Bhakti Siddhantavani. So this vibration to this day is beating in the hearts of those who hear the message. Srila Bhakti Siddhanta Saraswati Thakur and his followers. Chaitanya Saraswat. Mahaprabhu down to Saraswat. Saraswati Thakur and his followers. That divine vibration of that plane that's descending this world is in the heart. Saraswati Thakur and his followers. So is our inconceivable good fortune to come in connection with his agents and be given a service opportunity, an opportunity to serve them and that plane, then it's real and meaningful. Service connection. I think, and uh, the judicial uh, uh, and criminal system, they have what's called aiding and abetting. It's legal terminology, it means Sometimes in certain types of criminal acts, you may have consciously or unconsciously aided and abetted in the, co- in the commission of a crime, and you may be culpable for that. They'll determine that. But this is in uh, a good way. Pleshagni, Subhada, Moksha, Lagutakrit, Sandra, Nanda, Sri Krishna, Karshini, Chasa, Subhadha. It's so auspicious, Krishna consciousness. If you have an even a remote connection, you're culpable, but in the good sense. Right? Aho bhakti yam stanakalakutam jikam shayapayayat jasadvi lebhe gitim datri uchitam tatonyam kam vadayalum sharanam brajema pundarik vidinidi udava bidura. What more merciful Lord? Someone approaches him with murderous intentions and he liberates them. So devotees are confident that if they are sincere in their attempts to extend Krishna conceptions to others, it'll be for the recipient's supreme benefit to somehow or other bring them in connection. Yena tena prakarena manakrishnena veshaya. Somehow to turn the mind toward Krishna. Sanatana Goswami Prabhu, the Bhakti Siddhanta Acharya, particularly his Brihad Bhagavatamritam, he's delineating all the different uh, levels and gradation and stages of devotional achievement and such an irresistibly beautifully and charming story that by hearing that and contemplating that will be brought into that plane. Hare Krishna. Hari Hari Nama Krishna Yadavaya Namaha